Today's show is sponsored by Supreme Whiskey Stones, an LEO business specializing in the best whiskey accessories to protect and serve your favorite pours. From whiskey stones to custom laser-etched glassware, they take pride in what they do and love making their customers happy. Check them out on Instagram at Supreme Whiskey Stones, at SupremeWhiskeyStones.com, or through the various military and first responder organizations they sponsor. You getting anything good there? I just wonder if there's stuff here that we don't know about necessarily. Like what? I'll bring it up. I mean, I don't know about a lot. Okay, John, you just got to read and think and absorb. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad Shrink and Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Zeke, thank you for making me a part of your day. Say hello to the folks. I'm just going to say I hope uh, wherever you are and whatnot, you're warm. The uh, The weather right now is crazy. I think uh, everybody in the Midwest is in the middle of a, a frozen Arctic tundra. Uh, be warm. Be safe. The weather outside is frightful. <laughs> I wrote a little song about that today. You did. You broke the internet. I'm going to get to that. (laughs) But let's talk about our friends in Chicago. They actually said today it is colder in Chicago than it is in Antarctica. I don't doubt it. I heard it in the morning news. I was like, uh, whoa. And I'm supposed to go up there on a weekend or some mess? Oh, you're going up there soon? I think next weekend. I don't know. Well, I think the polar vortex will leave. By the time you get there. Mustache might get frozen. No, your mustache keeps you warm. What if it freezes? What if it (laughs) freezes? I want pictures. What if water gets in it and freezes and somebody thumps it? Is it just going to shatter? I want pictures. (laughs) Zeke would be the only one who got his mustache stuck to a flagpole. (laughs) Oh, man. That would be the worst pain ever. That would be worse than your tongue, I think. Imagine all of the hairs getting ripped off. Oh, oh, John? Jesus. (laughs) That's awful. Makes you want to shave it, right? I wouldn't go that far, but... I was trying to tell people that if we got enough reviews on our podcast, on Apple Podcasts, that if we have enough five-star reviews, we could maybe get you to shave the mustache. I saw you mention that, and you know, I've thrown out to you before that, you know, we should sign up for, you know, like a five or a... 8K or whatever those run things are. Well, eight, we and don't if, have to do 8K, but I'll do a 5K. Well, you know, if we raise enough to do it for a charity, we raise enough money and or have a, a time that we're trying to finish faster than or not slower than, I don't know. There's some parameters somewhere we could set up, but I, I'll be I'll be down for that. But what's... Is there even an 8K? I don't know. I, just, I knew five you could probably do, but eight would be pushing it. That's why I throw it out there. Well, no, like there isn't an 8K. Well, we make one. <laughs> I'm, I, I will run a five. Now, as a lineman, I really just ran 10 yards. I sprinted 10 yards and then stopped and got a 30-second break, and then I sprinted 10 yards again. 10 yards? You should hit somebody with about one yard. Well, you know, if you have to run after somebody who had the ball, I was a D lineman. But Oh, I forget that. I, I was on the other side of the ball. So... I'm normally good for like 10 yard, 10 yard sprints, but <laughs> if we need to do a 5K, I mean, if it's going to go to charity, I am all in. Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about how you broke the internet. because uh, I just posted a couple of bottles. But Zeke doesn't post very often. And when Zeke does post, 
number one, it's not filtered. Uh, and <laughs> it is. I, I worked on that for 30 minutes. The pictures look very grainy. The pictures look like my two-year-old daughter took the picture. I found the perfect filter and adjusted at least six different settings. I'm very proud of you. I like doing it the old-fashioned way, though. Yeah. I do it the old-fashioned way. I don't just push a button. I mean, I... I toggle with everything in there. <laughs> My pictures are just very warm and colorful, and yours are kind of like your personality, just kind of dreary and gloomy. <laughs> You're the kaleidoscope of mope. I'm not the kaleidoscope. Like Eeyore. <laughs> I always used to be a very happy person until I met you. <laughs> so, Zeke posted bottles of... Number one, the Pinhook True Single Barrel that was a distributor-only release here in Nashville. Stores got a couple, I think there were 69 bottles in it. It was a 10-year Pinhook. It was a leftover of their old MGP stuff. I think the original first bourbon bottling they did, this was leftover from. Yeah. So it seemed like I read that. 69 bottles. Zeke got his hands on one of those. And we'll we'll have it. We just did a pinhook thing, so we'll probably have it in addition to something that we've had on uh, another episode that will be upcoming. Talk about this other bottle you got. This is the Angel's Envy, per the sticker, not my words, Cash Strength Unicorn Blend, the finished rye. The bottling on it is the standard bottle. It does say rye whiskey finished in Caribbean rum cask. There is a sticker on the side. It says this is batch number 1A, bottle number 84. Uh, in the writing here, it says, you're holding one bottle from a very limited release. This rare blend starts with a 95% rye mash bill, and then it's finished in vintage cask, which takes the already complex spiciness of rye and balances it with the sweet flavors of bourbon, cognac, and rum. Enjoy. It might be the only chance you'll get. But what I wonder, and I was alluding to it with John earlier, and I didn't want to spill my own beans, even though the bottle does say finished in Caribbean rum cask, since this side sticker does say bourbon, cognac, and rum, I wonder if it's a mingling of multiple finishes all blended together, and they just used a bottle that they had on hand and it was already approved by the TTB. So you think it's a rethink how you drink moment? Hey, I just know what I read, and at least I can read most days. I can't, so I'm glad you <laughs> did. What I know about this is it is batch 1A. It is a finished ride, like you said. It's 56% ABV, 112 proof, if we're going off the front. Now, if it is what you said, and this leaves a lot open for speculation, it might not be 112 proof. Well, that's something I didn't think of, actually. There you go. I use deductive reasoning after you tell me the answer. Yeah, I don't know. Looking at the neck tag, and honestly, I don't know if this is just a standard neck tag or not. It does say, you know, finished in rum cask, but that it gives the flavors of rum and cognac. So I don't know if it's speaking to actual multiple cask finishes or just trying to describe a flavor profile people could expect in their mind. There's a lot going on, though. Uh, a, a lot of uh, uncertainty left here, and uh, I guess that's true fitting for a unicorn. Exactly. Just like unicorns, it's not like you're going to see these out in the wild. So Zeke posted this picture, and he does this on purpose because anybody who messages us via social media, sometimes he's good to write back on Facebook. But any other form, if you're messaging us on Twitter or Instagram, 
you're talking to me. Just so you know. Um, so Zeke will go in whenever he does post a picture and he'll drop this bomb and then he just kind of goes away. So he'll drop a bomb. He won't even get the hashtags right. So I got to go in and add additional hashtags for him. Like even just the the bourbon hashtag so that it shows up in bourbon feeds or rye or whiskey. And then so I add those hashtags and then I, I spend the rest of my day answering like, no, I don't know how Zeke got this. He pulled it out of his ass somewhere. <laughs> uh, he knows some people. He did some favors. And then he ended up with a bottle. I mean, it's a perfect win-win. It, it does good for our side. It gets people talking. And, you know, it also lets me, you know, passively troll you in a discreet way. Thank you, Zeke. I'll be answering for the rest of the day as well. Uh, anybody who gets a message from me, I apologize. I know that everybody's super interested in getting a bottle of this. All we know is that we had a friend who got a couple of these and gave one to us and we were lucky enough to have it. And every once in a while, we know these are kind of the shows that, you know, we like to do a lot of attainable bottles for you all. We know this is one of those shows where it is kind of an unattainable unicorn, but it's a fun experience nonetheless. I mean, you're from the North, John. I think you should understand the simple phrase of, I know a guy. I do know a guy. I got a guy for everything. You know? <laughs> hey, you want something? I got a car guy. I got a car guy. I got your windshield brakes in your car. I got a guy. So before we dive into this as well, and I'm sure John's got some. Do you have a stats for this one, John, or no? I guess... There's no... Oh, yeah. man. That's why you had that funny look earlier. You are like, you went to the stats page and the stats was blank. I wrote down stats. I mean, I tried to research stuff. This is not anything you can really research. And and if nothing is what it seems, what are we doing here anyway? Like, who are we? What's our purpose? Same purpose we always had, tasting booze. True. So we don't even know. We don't know the stats on this. We don't know an age. We don't know a proof. We don't know even if it's finished in what it says it's finished in on the bottle. I do wonder, though, as we head into this tasting, just with the cork out of the bottle, how far away do you think you can still catch the nose drifting? Pretty far. I'm I'm going at least five feet. It is potent. All we know is this is cast strength rye finished in something. Yep. And it's good. And, and, well, we haven't got that far to the listeners yet, but we know... This is Unicorn Blend. It has to be good, right? I have to watch a lot of Unicorn shows on Netflix. It doesn't mean they're necessarily good. Man. I got a couple that will blow your mind. The, the good thing about those... What I will tell you is, like, Netflix is crazy because stuff comes in from all around the world. So there's this one show, and it was produced in Germany... It's about this girl, and she actually is uh, one of the Sand Snakes in Game of Thrones. But she has this, like, wristband, and she pushes the wristband and says a password, and then she goes to this magical unicorn land and has to fight people. Does she win, I assume? I'm assuming so. I mean, from what I pay attention to. My daughter's super into it, though. Sounds like y'all can do uh, twinsies Halloween costumes. I could be a big unicorn. Dear God. There's only one of me, Zeke. So, so let's get into this. You kick us off. You brought the whiskey. So why don't you tell us what you got nose taste finish? All right. We can dive in here. Nose wise, I laugh simply because when I first tasted this, I told John, like, there's a lot going on, but there isn't. It seemed very you know simple to me. And the notes I got were just very straightforward and easy. And then as I revisit and you know we did a little more tasting here 
there really is just a lot going on with the nose of this thing. I guess, you know, air is always good to things. Started out, to some degree, it reminded me of sangria almost, just in the sense of there was just super, super sweet fruits. Kiwi, peach, passion fruit, just all over the board. Just that type of summertime sangria smell. I will also say that the, you know, the high proof of being cash strength, that's easily noticed throughout. That probably the difference between that and what I would, you know, just definitely pin it right on being sangria. At times, I picked up maybe a little bit of light pine coming in off the rye. And it could just be that it reminded me so much of uh, waffles, pancakes, sugars, etc. But I swear, I smelled confection sugar. Could have just been my mind was back in that happy spot of, you know, eating big, thick, fluffy waffles just drenched in sugar and syrup. But I smelled it nonetheless. Again, could have been just the olfactory memory uh, throwing me off. Palette-wise... The first thing I put down was not necessarily something I tasted, but what I didn't get, because I thought that was pretty unique, was that it, it was not sugary, sticky, or heavy in any way, even though it smells and just the profile is, is so similar to what you would think of with syrup. And, that, and that's really the main thing I, I taste on the front end is almost a blend of you know syrup with you know organic honey. There's a, just a little bit of, of not earthy or bitter, but kind of that you'd get from you know homegrown natural honey but then also enough super sweet to just be you know uh, ain't your mama syrup or something what what is that again ain't your mama syrup syrup yeah what do you call it syrup oh well sorry you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> lastly and again palette wise like i say it's just a real simple theme i don't know if they're wheat or some type of waffle but those belgian waffles that are darker you know what I mean? I don't know. You if mean they just were cooked longer? I don't know. That's the only thing that makes it darker. It's the longer you well, put okay it. Okay, then. I don't. Like I said, I don't know if it's a different grain. I just know that some waffles, for whatever reason, are more like you know a leather dark brown color. Yeah, it's just however long you leave it in the waffle. Uh, well, that waffle gives it a different flavor it. profile to me. You think? You think? Well, I mean, it's it's a different consistency. To me, to me it just tastes different. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm having some memory of like years ago, and that's just what keeps sticking out because I don't eat waffles and, and stuff like that too much. But Zeke has bad memories of burnt waffles. I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting here seeing big, thick waffles, and like you know, when you're a kid, you take the syrup and make sure you feel every square of the waffle. That's where this takes me to. I mean, it, it's delectable. Is that it? Good. That's it. Well, it's. I'm, I'm going to enjoy some more now. You talk. It's funny you should say. The tasting notes that you got, and especially your nosing notes, I got sweet coffee with dark fruit, like Caribbean fruit, almost like being at a resort or on a cruise or something. Like, and I wrote, it's just breakfasty to me. Syrup. There's so much going on in the nose, like you you said, but not a lot going on in the nose at the same time. It's like if I could sum it up with one word, it's just breakfast. Mm-hmm. There's the coffee. There's the fruit. There's the syrup, there's the pancakes, there's the, you know, everything is kind of there. The only thing I don't get is like eggs and sausage, but it's, <laughs> it's like. You smell long enough, you see them though. Yeah. I mean, the whole big plate's just right in front of you. But everything is just hitting that old factory sense of like, I'm sitting down to an awesome breakfast that I didn't have to cook, that has been prepared for me. And I'm sitting at the table and I'm ready because nowadays, right? I don't sit down and enjoy breakfast. It's we're making breakfast and eating it while we're standing up, serving it to other people. So this is like you're sitting down. It feels special and actually smells special, but there's something good going on. The 
taste. It was funny. The first thing I got was almost like a sweet perfume, not in a sugary way, but just uh, uh, some of that, you know, alcohol kind of came off and gave a, a sweet perfume in the mouth. It doesn't tingle in all the spots you think a rye would. So if you want it to touch you a certain way, this thing isn't going to touch you that way. It got some dark coffee fruit, maybe a little bit, you know, just dark and sweet is the best way I could describe it for me. It's not a sweetness in a sugary sweetness, but kind of like a sweetness in a fruit sweetness. Definitely. The finish was nice heat in the throat, but not uncomfortable in the chest. So I felt it go down my throat, but I didn't feel any burn in the chest for a cast strength. That was kind of a nice surprise. I got a slight tingle inside my mouth and gums at that point. I know Alex, our friend Alex, loves when we talk about mouth tingle. The mouth tingle didn't really hit me until the finish. That kind of coffee dark fruit lingers. I mean, it was just, it's almost like a dark and stormy rye. Like there was lots of, of just dark notes to it not in a way that it was off-putting in dark like i don't want that to have a bad connotation with the word but just everything was was very rich thick and uh you know coffee dark i just want to know how many uh, perfumes you've tasted over the years because I, I don't think i've ever tasted one i i could tell you what a, a post tanning bed tastes like unfortunately but wait you've gone tanning no john i said i tasted oh I'm with you now. It took me a second. <laughs> yeah. it took me a second. I was going to say, how often did you GTL in your life, Zeke? But uh, you zigged what I would have said. I know. That's why you looked at me. I was like, no, John, I didn't say from my own. I don't lick my arm. <laughs> On that note. Uh, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll let you answer that one later. Just a really enjoyable pour, though. I can't say a bad thing about this. I don't know what the price tag is on it, but... I can't say there's stuff I dislike about this. It is a very special bottle. It is, and I think something neither one of us really hit on, and not to say it's not there, you know this is a cash strength rye the whole time. There is a fair amount of, of burn or singe, at least in the palate, don't really go down into a hug. But I would think the reason, or the reason I omitted it and what I assume John did as well is just simply the fact of there's so much other unique flavors going on that kind of inherently, it's a cash strength rye. I should get some burn from it, and it's there. I chose to focus on just the total unique other aspects that were there. But it doesn't burn you in a way, like it really, the really, really good cast strengths, they don't, it was so much so that I didn't even need to talk about it. Like if we felt the need to talk about it, then it's an issue. So do you want to say how much this costs, or did you have to lick arms that came out of a tanning bed to get it? We'll just say it was a, a, a fair price, and I, I, I got it for what the uh, the hand that passed it to me did, and that's what uh, good drinking friends do. And the cycle of suntan lotion goes round and round. <laughs> so final verdict on this. I, I know not everybody can get it. so Well, it may not ever even be released. We don't know. We don't, but I think if there's a way you can get any of this, if you come across it, I will mention that we were all at a social function a couple of weeks ago, and I did have it that night, and I didn't really get a chance. You know when you're at a night and you're out with your friends and there's a bunch of people there and it's a bourbon night, and you really don't get to sit down and enjoy something? 
you're really just kind of like, oh, I'm going to try a sip of this. Oh, that's good. Let me try a sip of this. That's good. And I really didn't get to sit down and enjoy it. And I didn't get the nuances that I got today. It was just like, oh, that was a really good pour. If you are lucky to get something like this, you owe it to yourself to sit down and enjoy it. Don't do this in in a place where like, I always remember I had one of the Four Roses limited edition small batches that I always wanted to try. And I had it in Vegas. And all the stuff that's going on in Vegas, I didn't get to sit down and really enjoy it. I've since had it again. But it's like one of those things, like you owe it to yourself to be able to sit and reflect and actually sip and enjoy this one rather than kind of mix it in with a bunch of other stuff. Oh, yeah. No, when when they popped it open, I mean, I could smell it from across the room. And uh, I admittedly was didn't drink it then simply because that's, the smell was so overwhelming. There's so many other bottles out there. And I knew I was on a short time frame. I just passed them because I was afraid to wipe me out. Like I, you, you never know how long something like that's going to linger on top of everything else you're trying to, to pick up and taste. So I, I, I let it ride then, but uh, inevitably I am happy I picked up a bottle. Should we have you go down the hall and like you could tell me when you stop smelling it? I, don't, I think now that we've been drinking it, I, it it's, it's I'm going to smell this all day. Nothing else from the mustache. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not complaining about that either, other than I may just have a strong hankering for some uh, nice thick brown Belgian waffles soon. Me too. <laughs> on that note, please go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Join our Facebook group, Dad's Drinking Bourbon. It's a fun time. Answer a couple questions. We'll let you in. Follow us on Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Follow us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please find our podcast on your favorite podcast app. I know you're probably listening to it already. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us why you like us. That actually really helps us show up in searches better. Zeke, where else could the folks find us? Mm, Enjoying some good booze. Cheers. Ciao.